Hey, sweet sister, welcome back to the Shine with Franny show. This is Franny, and I am so glad that you're here today because I truly believe that today's message is for somebody on their journey. And I have been asked several times this week alone to pray for people who are desiring healing. And so I just really feel like the Lord wants me to get a message out to all y'all because I know that if I'm getting asked, you know, one, two, three, four different times this week that I thought, okay, there is a message in here for someone else. So go ahead and let's saddle up here, sister, get your cup of coffee, get your load of laundry, and let's get ready. Hey, sweet sister. Welcome to the Shine with Franny show. I'm Franny, and I'm on a mission to help you become stronger, healthier, and more confident using God's word so you can live fully, freely, and fearlessly. I'm committed to bringing you edutaining stories, which is my way of saying I'm going to make you laugh a little and learn a little something at the same time with the hope that you will be encouraged and strengthened to kung fu kick that darn devil right in the crotch and let him know his rightful place in your life. Girl, he is not the boss of you. So let's claim your freedom and walk in it. All right, sweet sister, you are in the right place if you're also under construction and you need a little extra Jesus and joy in your world every day. I believe that God has a special message for you today. It's about to get hot up in here, so let's go. All right, sister, so you know that I am on a mission to help people get healthier, stronger, and more confident using God's word, because I believe that he wants us to live fully, freely, and fearlessly. And guess what? That is all rooted in scripture, right? He came so that we might have life and have it to the full in abundance and overflow, it says in the Passion Translation of John 10, 10. So he came so that we could have that. And so oftentimes, though, we make choices that do not allow us to have that fullness of life that he is literally, he has died for us to have. And so I know that we oftentimes will joke around about the 12-step program, but during my journey, and I shouldn't say that, I shouldn't say we joke around about it. We joke around about the, hi, I'm Franny and I'm an alcoholic, right? As we think about AA, it is certainly not a jokeable matter. Um, But with that, the first step to overcoming anything is recognize that there's an issue. Yes, that there is a problem here. And there's an expression, I can't remember who said it, but not everything can be changed, but nothing, that's no thing, can be changed until you're made aware of it, until you recognize it. So we have to say, okay, is there an issue? And so today I really want to kind of dive in. And this is about just your soul health. This is about your soul healing. This is about the wholeness and health that God died for you to have in your soul, which we know, you know, your soul is your mind, your will, and your emotions. And so we know that once we admit that there's a problem, that there are several steps and I, in my own journey, I, I definitely had a drinking issue, but I just have an overall addiction. My personality is 150%. And so I actually went to Al-Anon because I had people in my, you know, spheres of influence who were definitely alcoholics. I quit cold turkey when I literally started on my journey. And I know some people are like, how were you delivered from that? Now, sugar, a whole different story. <laughs> but alcohol, it was pretty easy for me to stop really quickly, um, probably because I didn't like the taste of it. I mean, I was drinking like a case of beer a night, like Natty Light back in college. Let's just be real. Who? <laughs> just nastiness. Anyways. The 12th step, though, is the most important and what they say is the determining factor in the success of an alcoholic in the 12-step program. And so because it is the part where you actually commit to helping somebody else, that you're going to serve other people. And I once heard Simon Sinek give a speech or talk or presentation, and he talked about how, you know, if we go to a bookstore, the bookstore is filled 
with self-help books, but there's no help others. (laughs) And so as we think about that, we have to come alongside of other people and say, hey, me too. As I've shared with you before, I don't share my stories as, you know, hey, look at me. I share them as, hey, let's walk together. Hey, let me be that guide on the side to help you, to support you, to encourage you, to provide information. As I like to say, I like to edutain y'all up in here, but I want to be able to give you this information so that you can, one, help yourself and then two, help other people, sharing this with other people and just, of course, just knowing that it's going to be useful to you. So we want to, you know, is there an issue with my soul? Is there something that is sticky or itchy or that maybe is a dark place that needs to be unearthed? And then as we go through, of course, there are many steps, but as we go through this, I want you to think, is there somebody else who needs to hear this? So if you're a person today and, you know, you listen to this message today and you're like, oh my gosh, I don't even know how to start. You know, I don't even know if I have a problem. Like, how do I figure this out? Like, I would love to be able to, you know, I work with people one-on-one, y'all. Like, I work with people helping them literally do the excavating and go into those dark recesses and find the place and the space that needs to be replaced with a truth from God's Word. So we are going to dive in today. And as I mentioned to you earlier, this is something that over the week, the course of this week, many people prayed excuse me, uh, messaged me and asked me to pray this week. And so I certainly did. And I was like, you know what, let me just share this because I feel like the Lord is putting this on my heart for other people. And so we're diving in today. And if you're a note taker and you know how I feel about that, but we are diving into three John one. So this is in the new Testament is towards the very end of the new Testament, the last few books here and third John, which is the third letter from John. And this one specifically, there's only one chapter in it. Okay. So it's third John one and then verse one, verse two, there's only one chapter. And so he is writing to a friend and we know Gaius, we don't know too much about him in terms of, you know, why he's writing to him specifically, but we do know that Paul loves him. And, you know, he, he starts off by saying the man who I, I truly love. And so verse two is where we're going to rest today. So if you found that in your Bible or you're looking on your phone, verse two says, beloved friend, again, and I want you to think about as you're reading this and as perhaps you're just listening, if you're doing something else, I want you to think about God saying this to you right now. Beloved sister, beloved daughter, beloved child, he's writing this to you and he's saying this to you today. I pray that you are prospering in every way and that you continually enjoy good health just as your soul is prospering. I'm going to read that one more time. This is 3 John 1, 2. Beloved friend, I pray that you are prospering in every way and that you continually enjoy good health just as your soul is prospering. Now, we have to remind ourselves that God wants health and wholeness in every area of his life. It is his will, right? But the challenge here has been that our culture and our society, first of all, the definition, you know, I'm all about, you know, edutaining you, the definition of prosper, excuse me, of um, prosper in the English dictionary, this was Merriam-Webster, is to succeed in material terms, pardon me, I'm getting Miriam confused, succeed in material terms and flourish physically. And oftentimes in our culture today, because we are so obsessed with success by the world standards, we focus on, you know, the numbers of our bank account, the kinds of house we have, the number of cars or the kinds of cars, those kinds of things. And so we oftentimes, you know, hear about prosperity preaching, um, faith healers. This is not that at all. We're going to dive into what the Bible talks about, what the word prosper means. So we know what the dictionary definition is. Now the Greek definition of prosper is very different. And it's to help on the road. 
how about that? It's like on your journey. And we know that we are on a faith journey. We are exercising our faith as we get up and we interact with people and we, you know, live our lives. And it also means in Greek to succeed in reaching as we're looking toward, hopefully, our eternal destination, you know, Rick Warren reminds us that we're here on a green card. As a Christian, you are here only for temporary purposes. You are just visiting. So this is not about prosperity in terms of financial, you know, uh, health and wealth. This is in the terms of your soul because we have to realize that, you know, prosperity is so much more than the accumulation of money or, you know, cars or house or whatever that is, you know, beautiful vacations and all that. It is an ongoing state of success that we are constantly working on and striving towards. But he says to guys, like, I want you to, you know, just as your soul is prospering, that's how I want you to prosper. So we have to remind ourselves that success and health, they go hand in hand right? And God wants that for us. He wants health and wholeness and healing in every area of our lives. But it all starts with what's going on inside. We have to remind ourselves that just like a newborn, just like a fetus, right? The heart is the first thing that is developed and then comes the brain. So God wants our heart to be whole, our heart to be healthy. Then our minds will come from that because we know that out of the heart, everything flows, right? So things only can grow in healthy environments. Think about, you know, the fig tree, right? think about a grapevine or, you know, a vineyard. It has to be in healthy soil. It has to be in a healthy environment. And so in order for it to thrive, to grow, to flourish, we have to examine, okay, what is maybe not right in my life? You know, I'm leading a group right now and I'm just so in in love with this group. They're such strong, mighty warriors of the Lord. And it's the move group, more of victory every day. And today we dove into what is, just like Joshua was going into the land of Cana to into the promised land, what is inhabiting? There were already people, there were tribes that were already in Canaan. They had to go in and move, remove them and replace them. So I asked you today, sister, what is currently in your place and space where you're wanting health? What is preoccupying that place? There's something there. If you're not there, And if your soul might, if you may have bitterness or anxiety or worry or fear, you know, there's so many things that could be filling that space where God wants to heal it. Now, here's where we have to remember, God has already provided the healing. It's already there. There is something blocking. There is a demon. There's an enemy. There's a force that is there in that place. So God's like, okay, are we ready to remove it? Let's go ahead and do some open heart surgery today. Doesn't feel good, right? But after surgery, oh my gosh, how much better you can breathe, how much better you can see, whatever the surgery is, how much better you can walk. So we have to remind ourselves too, that a healthy mind is going to lead to healthy emotions, which then lead to healthy choices, right? So I know for me, I'm like, well, I want it. Like I'll say that about things, whether it be something that I see at the store or, you know, the three musketeers bar at the checkout line. Notice I didn't say Snickers for those of you following me, you know, that's my favorite. But I did see a cute little shiny wrapper of Three Musketeers that says throw shine, hashtag throw shine. How cute is that? So that was, that caught my eye. Okay, I digress. But we have to remember that our weight, right? If we are focused on our health, that it's also a series of choices. But today we're going to talk about the weightiness of your soul because your soul is a series of choices. The weight that you carry on your soul and as a burden is also something that we make choices. We make choices to harbor that resentment or to take that offense or to, you know, to live in fear or doubt or self-doubt or worry. We're making a choice. We're not laying that at the cross. And Jesus is like, hey, look, I already went to the cross for that. And then guess what? I rose from the dead and gave you my power. That was the exchange. That's what happened. The veil tore from top to bottom. So 
we have to ask ourselves, one, do I even know that I have an issue in my heart? Do I recognize that my soul, my mind, my will, my emotions are not congruent with God's word, that they are not healthy by God's standards? That's the first thing. So that's, we're going back to the 12 step there. And then the second thing, you know, we have to ask, do I even know how? Do I even know how to do this? So this is where prayer comes in. And we go to Ephesians 6, we remind ourselves that that is where God, you know, he gives us all the equipment. He gives us all the armor that we need to go about and fight these battles. So ask him, Lord, I don't even know where to start with this. What do I need to do? Where is the place in my heart that I am harboring resentment, anger? Why is it that my heart is sick? Why is it that my soul is not healing or prospering? right? Why is it that I can't overcome X, Y, and Z? You fill in the blank. The addiction of this, the approval of, you know, these people, the definition of success. Ask the Lord. That's how we create relationship. Imagine if I just got on a phone call with you and I picked up the phone and I was just like, oh my gosh, let me just tell you about my day. And oh, by the way, can you pray for this for me? And and I just like gave you a monologue. That would not be a very good friendship. You would be like, oh my gosh, that person is such an energy vampire. Like, I don't want that person in my life. We don't need those people. And we don't want to be those people to the Lord. We want to go in and sit and say, hey, Lord, what's going on today? Something you want to share today? What's on your heart? What's on your mind? What do you want to tell me about today? Open my eyes, right? We want to be able to have that dialogue. Lord, I, you are so good. You are such a good father. Lord, I thank you, right? Imagine if you came into someone's house and they visited with you or you visited with them and and they started off their conversation like that. Like that's a warm fuzzy right there, even just saying that. So we have to remind ourselves too, like I said earlier, that not everything grows in every environment. You know, I'm in Florida and guess what? (laughs) Palm trees are not gonna grow in Pennsylvania where I'm from. They're just not. And they're not designed that way. That's a God thing, right? And, you know, I am sitting right now looking at a lake, the, a fish is not going to grow in, a, in an owl nest up in the tree. So not everything will grow. We are designed, you know, to grow here in heaven or excuse me, here on earth, heaven come down, right? It says in uh, the Lord's prayer. So we have to ask the Lord, like, what is it, Lord? What kind of environment? So that includes the people that I'm around, the things that I'm listening to, the things that I'm watching, the things that I'm doing throughout my day. Am I getting up and going for a walk or am I simply just sitting around and like scrolling through Facebook all day? You know, what, what choices am I making that are alignment and agreement with your word and with what your promises say? We have to go back to the promises of God. We have to pray the promises of God, right? And that's where we get the power. We have to remind ourselves of that. So as whatever we give attention to and time to and money and energy and resources becomes our priority. You know, I've heard several pastors say, right, look at somebody's bank account and you'll see what their priorities are. So thinking about that in your own life, you know, what determines, you know, what are some of the determining factors of where I'm putting my energy? Because that is going to determine the outcome of your life. So we have to focus on the things that are going to give us life and give us health, you know, whether that be a service opportunity, and that could be something simple. It doesn't have to be going to a church. It could be picking up the phone call or writing a card to a friend. You know, I've done done episodes on both of those things. But if we go back to that 12th step about helping another person and committing to serving another person, think about Jesus. He was the ultimate example of this. He washed the disciples' feet, right? Everywhere he went, he was literally on a mission to serve others. So 
As we think about prospering in all areas of our lives, let's start with our heart and ask the Lord, Lord, is there something that is blocking me? Is there something that my eyes are not seeing? Is there something that my heart is feeling that I need to replace with your promise? Because we don't want to be led by our feelings or emotions. We want to be led by truth, right? Not anger, worry, anxiety, fear. We want truth. Lord, I know that in your word, it tells me, and you fill that in and you pray that back to the Lord. And that we know that in that, that we can then have prosperity. We can help others along the road. Going back to the Greek definition, that we can succeed in reaching and striving for our mission, our purpose, our calling on this side of heaven. And that is how I'm going to close this up today, sister friend, is just, I pray God's blessing over you. You know, in number six, 24 through 26, it tells us, may his favor shine upon you. May he give you, um, excuse me, I'm confusing Jeremiah 29 with it. May he give you right peace and rest. We can also pray Jeremiah 29 right now, 11, that he has a future and a promise for us of hope, right? He's not going to give us a bad thing. It tells us in the new Testament as well. So right now, dear sister, I pray that you are prospering in all areas of of your life because it is God's will for you to prosper. It is. He wants that for us. Jesus talked about money. Now that's a financial thing, but he more importantly wants us to be healthy, which is what my mission is that when we are healthy spirit, mind, and body, that we can go out and we can do the things that he has entrusted to us. We have to be stewards of what he's entrusted to us. We have to take what he gives us and then steward it. Well, our health is something that we do not even recognize as stewardship, but it is necessary we are the living sacrifices, as it tells us in Romans 12.1. We have to go ahead and commit our bodies, right? Which again, starts with your mind, right? In your heart, what's in your heart is going to go to your head. What's in your head is going to go out, outside of you. So that's where we need to start. So I just ask that, Lord, that anyone right now at the sound of my voice, that one, if there is a problem, that you will reveal that to them. And then two, Lord, if they don't know how, Please, sister friend, I don't want you to be on this journey alone. Reach out to me, message me, franny at shinewithfranny.com and say, hey, listen to your podcast today. I just need some help here. I need to, you know, unpack some things and get some things, you know, right in my head and my heart. So what can we do? Right. And I will reach out to you. I've got a coaching menu I can share with you. I'm happy to do that. Until then, though, sweet sister, know that God loves you. Know that he wants this for you. Dive into three John one, two today. Take a look at that. Some of these scriptures that I shared with you, hopefully you wrote them down. Go back into those scripture, you know, in the scriptures and pray those promises over you. Ask the Lord, sit at his feet and just say, what is it you want to share with me today in this moment? I listen to this podcast. I think there might be something or I know that there is something. I just don't know what it is. Can you open my eyes to see that? And that's my prayer for you today. Until next time, sweet sister, keep shining your light because that is what you're here for. Matthew um, 5, 14 through 16, you are not to be planted underneath or planted, not to be placed under, um, you know, a bushel. You're going to go shine your light. So go off and do that today, sweet girl. Love you bunches. Talk to you soon. Hey sister, thank you so much for tuning in today. I know life is full, but I hope I can fill your cup to overflow with more Jesus and joy. While I hope we're friends on all social platforms, I invite you to click the subscribe button so each episode will automatically download once it's released. Oh, and real quick before you go, if you found value in today's message and you learned something new, please share a rating and write a review. And of course, I'd love for you to share this message with another sister who might be encouraged by it too. Now, get out there and live fully, freely, and fearlessly knowing that that is why you're here. Until next time, shine on, sweet sister.